So really, the, the, um, the first uh, point I want to make, and this is what the message is really all about this morning, is how is your spiritual health? Um, and I trust that you can all see that. Um, that's a thumbs up. That's good. How is your spiritual health? Um, and that's found in 1 Timothy chapter 4. And that's the question that I want to pose to us this morning. Um, that as we go through the remainder of this service and as we leave and go through the rest of our day and next week, um, to be asking ourselves, how is our spiritual health? Now, you know, physical exercise is necessary, isn't it? All the doctors will say it's good to have physical exercise. Um, and uh, we will all do this exercise to different degrees in different ways. Um, but, you know, um, over the last couple of years, I've probably been focusing more um, personally on physical exercise. Um, and last year particularly, um, I was spending one or two days a, a, a week, not the whole day, you understand, just an hour or so, um, going to the gym and, and doing swimming. But, you know, particularly when I went to the gym, um, you know, there were so many different people there, for all for different reasons. Now, you know, I was going because I had a goal that I set myself, you know, and I wanted to be losing um, some excess pounds. And so I was doing equipment that, that would help with that, hopefully. But, you know, there were so many people there. Some were using the, the weights, the wanting to build up their muscles. Some were there because they were having, um, you know, medical issues and, and the exercise they needed were, was uh, required on the machines. Uh, and there were young people, there were older people, there were those that had all of the clothes and the equipment, and there were those that were just going along in between lunch breaks at work or whatever the reason. But, you know, physical exercise was really important. Um, but, you know, what, what does God say about spiritual health? You know, in 1 Timothy uh, chapter 4, um, verses 1 to 3, uh, you can see it on your screen there. It says, the Spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. They forbid people to marry and and order them to abstain from certain foods, which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. Now, you know, what, what is this passage of scripture, you know, all about? Well, you know, just to give a little bit of background, um, the letter was written by the Apostle Paul to Timothy. Uh, Timothy was a co-worker with Paul, um, he was leading a church in Ephesus that Paul had established. Um, and he was a young man. He was inexperienced um, in dealing with church issues, pastoral issues. 
So Paul writes this letter to him to encourage Timothy and to give him advice on spiritual leadership and how to develop a godly church. Uh, there are a number of issues that Paul addresses regarding the spiritual health of the church. It wasn't in a good place. And so Paul was instructing Timothy, you know, these are the things you need to be doing to help encourage the people. And we know, don't we, obviously when we talk about the church, um, we're not talking about the building that we can't even go into at the moment, but we're talking about each one of us, you know, we are the church. Um, so this letter, you know, verse one, it starts with a prophecy. Um, the Spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits. You know, some people come to know Jesus and uh, they walk well, they walk strong. Uh, and then for whatever reason, things come along in their life um, and they're led astray. They walk away um, or, or they stop coming to church. Um, for many, many different reasons. And, uh, you know, we need to make sure that our health, our spiritual health, is always kept in check. Now, you know, we all face spiritual battles, don't we? Every one of us um, faces a battle of some kind, whatever that may be. Um, that verse I just read out says, some will abandon their faith. Um, they faced a spiritual battle in their life and, and maybe they struggled to, to overcome and, and, and win that battle. Um, but, you know, there's always spiritual battles happening. There's good versus bad. There's light versus darkness. Um, and we need to be strong. Um, we need to be attentive to the word of God um, and to the spirit of the Lord. Um, and that includes the prophetic words. You know, let's not put aside, you know, when somebody might give a prophetic word, whether that's to you personally on a one-to-one -one, or whether that's in a church situation, you know, where somebody brings a word um, that the Lord has laid on their heart. Let's not lay aside those words because they are there to help us, encourage us and keep us strong. You know, in any battle, um, there will always be casualties. It's sad, you know, but you know, if we look back in history, if we look back in the wars that have taken place, even in our own country, um, in the First and the Second World War, there were so many casualties, so many people that, that went out to fight on our behalf, you know, and they lost their lives. Many of you, I'm sure, you know, myself included, family members, you know, uncles for me, you know, that, that went to war and, and never came back. Um, so there will always be casualties. And what Paul is saying to us here uh, is that there will always be those who will fall away from the faith. But you know, this morning, I just want to encourage you, don't let that be you. You know, keep a check on your spiritual health. Keep a check on all those things that help you to stay strong in the word of God. And yes, we will face battles. We will face times in our, in our Christian walk, you know, when things are hard and difficult, you know, but it's at those times that we need to be united. It's at those times where we can 
call on others, you know, for help and for guidance and for strength to keep us strong during the times we feel weak. But, you know, um, as we go on in our, in our uh, spiritual lives, um, we continue with the reading in, in verses 4 to 8, where um, we see that um, Timothy is being encouraged how to disciple the church. We read there, for everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. If you point these things out to brothers and sisters, you will be a good minister of Jesus, of Christ Jesus. We're all ministers of Christ Jesus this morning. You know, you may not hold a position in a church, but we're all ministers, every one of us, wherever we go, whatever we do, um, in our work situations, in our, in our streets, you know, as I've said many times before, in, in the short time we've been here, we're all ministers of Jesus. And it says we're nourished on the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that we have followed. Had nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourselves to be godly. For physical training, we talked about that a little bit earlier. Um, that's good and has some value. But godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. <laughs> now, you know, uh, my, uh, my mum, who uh, has passed away now, um, but she wasn't a Christian until right towards the end of her life. But, you know, she had many old wife's tales. We've read about it there in the reading. And, um, you know, she would often say to me, this was things I was brought up with in, in, in the home, you know, that if, if glass was broken, that brought seven years of bad luck. You know, if we spilt salt uh, on the table when we was having dinner, then we had to throw it over our right shoulder um, for whatever reason. No idea why you had to do that. But that was an old wife's towel that you had to throw uh, salt over your shoulder. Or, or if you saw a little money spider, you know, somehow you had to get this little money spider and you had to entice it through the palm of your hand because if you'd done that, um, then that would bring you money and, and good wealth. Um, they were just some of the, the tales that, that my mum would, would tell me as a child. Um, they meant nothing really. Where they come from, nobody knows. But uh, you'll see on the screen there, there's many, many more old wives' tales that uh, we can uh, read of. But, you know, the Bible clearly tells us um, in this scripture we've just read, um, you know, we uh, don't need to be listening to old wives' tales. Uh, we need to ignore these things. And instead, we need to train ourselves on the word of God. We need to read the scripture. We need to be ensuring that we're feeding our souls and our minds with the right things that, that are good and wholesome for us. Now, you know, 
as we go on in this passage of scripture in this letter um, Paul starts teaching about spiritual uh, health um, and these are things where each one of us can take a check in our own lives you can do that even this morning as you're listening to this word as you're seeing these scriptures um, you know reading this scripture here from verses 12 to 15 in 1 Timothy 4 it says, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. Sometimes people may look down on us, not even because of our age. They might look down on us for other reasons. Um, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture to preaching and to teaching. Do not neglect your gift. You know, Christina and I, you know, are, are very strong on, on wanting to encourage all of you, the, the church, you know, to find your gifts and then use those gifts to the best of our uh, ability. You know, those gifts may have given, it says here, through prophecy, um, when the elders lay hands on you, or they may have come through other means. But, you know, be diligent in these matters. Verse 15, give yourselves wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. You know, each one of us this morning as we're, you know, listening to this word, you know, we can all start to check these things out in our life. You know, we, Christina and I have shared with you before that, you know, we've been fortunate to travel to, to other countries and, uh, and, and minister to, to people. And when we've been to India on occasions, you know, they, they've still had the caste system where there are certain groups of people that are looked down upon because they are, they are of a lower caste um, than, than others. And, you know, it saddened our hearts, you know, that even in the church, even when we were holding a conference for pastors, you know, that still even the pastors would look down upon those pastors who were of a lower caste. They were not treated as equal. They, they were treated, you know, with less respect. And, you know, and that made us sad, you know, and, and we would bring teaching like this, you know, from the word of God to show them that actually, you know, in the kingdom, those things should not be existing. And um, so don't let anybody look down on you for who you are, you know, for where you live, for the clothes you wear, for, for the money that you may not have, you know, for the job that you may be doing, um, because we're all um, special in God's eyes, you know, and you are special. And don't let anybody look down on you for that. You know, as I mentioned, um, at the start you know we're looking at health this morning when did you last have a health check um, when did you last have a physical health check now in the current lockdown we're facing that may not have been in the recent month or two but you know have you had a recent check when you've been to the doctors and you've had that MOT you know when you get to a certain age um, as I am you know, you get reminders come through the post, you know, that you can go to your doctor 
and uh, you can have that physical MOT. You know, they can check your blood pressure and uh, they can check your heart rate and they can check certain blood uh, counts and, and they can just look at certain physical uh, things, check your weight and your height um, and give you a little check to make sure that, that everything is in order, you know, and, and if there are things that are not, then action can be taken. So it's always good, you know, to have that, um, that uh, check on your life. But, you know, when did you last have a, last, a spiritual health check? When's the last time you actually sat down to examine the things that are going on in your life? You know, sometimes we can get so busy with life that we forget to really keep a check on our spiritual self. You know, there was a time just, just a few years ago when the Lord challenged me on this personally. You know, when I was busy with work in the job I was doing. I was busy in the church in the roles that I was doing. Um, and then I went to a conference um, that I was helping to organise. Um, and so I was busy with the, the organising and making sure that the conference was run well. But, you know, somebody ministered, somebody came in and ministered, and he was talking um, about us checking our spiritual self. And it made me realise, you know, that I was not in the place that I needed to be. You know, I was not reading in the Word of God every day. I was not giving God the time that he deserved because I was too busy. And I could make excuses for that. I could say, you know, that I was doing a lot of travelling to and from London, you know, and, and I was doing a lot of work in the church and so I was doing good jobs, good deeds. But, you know, what about personal? You know, that's what God was challenging me about. What about my personal walk with him? How was I standing with God? And th this morning, how are you standing with God? How, are you, how is your spiritual health this morning? You may say, it's all good, Graham. We're, we're good in God. We're strong. We read, we pray, and we do all the right things. Well, praise God for that. But, you know, it's always good to just, to just examine ourselves. And if there's anything we see that, that may need to be put into check or may need to be corrected, then, you know, now is a good time to be doing that. You know, this morning, um, we're, we're coming to the end of um, the, uh, the service. But, you know, I want to allow time for us to pray. Um, it's always good, you know, when we come together as church to be able to pray. You're all in your homes. We're in ours. We can't see one another. We don't know where we are. Um, spiritually uh, today but God knows and and this morning we don't know everybody that is on this meeting you know if you're if you're visiting us today you know if you're you're not part of Wellspring Church you know we welcome you into this service and we trust that you've enjoyed all that has taken place but you know we can't see each one we don't know where people are standing but we do know that if you've got a need in your life then we can pray about that and we're going to be praying in a moment you know for any needs that you may have and you know this morning it may be that you don't know Jesus 
Um, it may be you've never made that decision to follow Jesus and, and ask him into your life to be your, your Lord and Saviour. You know, we often take for granted when we have church that everybody that comes, you know, is a Christian. Everybody that comes, you know, is walking with God. And, and I guess the majority of the time that is true. You know, but this morning you may be in the service. You may be listening to this recording online at a later time. And you don't know Jesus as your saviour. You know, this morning you can pray a simple prayer. You can pray and ask Jesus to make a difference in your life. You know, there's a prayer that's on your screen right now that you could pray that simply says, Dear God, I need you. I'm humbly calling out to you. I'm tired of doing things my way. Help me to start doing things your way. I invite you into my life to be my Lord and Saviour. Fill the emptiness in me with your Holy Spirit and make me whole. Lord, help me to trust you. Help me to love you. Help me to uh, live for you. Help me to understand your grace, your mercy and your peace. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And, you know, if you prayed that prayer, then, you know, we say welcome into the family of God this morning. And, and before you go offline, before you leave this service, then make sure that you just let somebody know you prayed that prayer. You know, there's a, um, a message facility at the bottom of your screen. You can send us a message to let us know. You can text or message a friend of yours who may have invited you into the service today. Or you can drop us an email at the church. The address is on the church website. But, you know, it's good that we can be together and we can pray prayers like this. And I'm just going to conclude by praying a, a prayer for each one of us. Um, and so let's just close our eyes, you know, bow our heads uh, this morning as we pray. And uh, let's just ask Jesus to really... Um, really help us in whatever needs we may have today. So Father, we just thank you this morning, Lord, that as we have been able to gather together in your name, we thank you for being here in our midst. Father, we thank you we've been able to break bread and share communion. Lord, we thank you, Father, that we have uh, been able to sing songs of worship and hear your word being read. We've been able to, um, Lord Jesus, just hear stories um, as the children would in Sunday school and, and we can hear your word. And Father, I just pray this morning that um, you would just help us to check our spiritual health. Lord, to see that um, we are physically strong and that we are spiritually strong uh, and where we lack Lord where we have need uh, I pray Lord uh, for any needs that there are this morning uh, anyone Lord who is feeling lonely Lord anyone who is feeling uh, isolated or, or have needs in their life Lord that by your Holy Spirit you would come and that you would minister into people's lives this morning uh, uh, Lord uh, as we are all in different uh, houses uh, in different parts of the country Lord by your spirit you would come and minister into our lives i pray in jesus name amen